Good morning, Sanctuary. We are so excited to welcome you this morning online. Welcome to our online service. My name is Tara Hollingsworth, and I'm so excited that you guys are all here with us online this morning. I do want to take a moment to welcome our first-time visitors. If this is your first time joining us online here, we want you to know that you are still welcome even more so. If you are new, go ahead and um, drop something in the comments, and our members would love to welcome you. And, and again, good morning to our members. Again, my name is Tara Hollingsworth, and I have the absolute privilege and honor of serving here at Sanctuary as the Director of Youth and Family Ministry. So again, welcome. Don't be shy. Go ahead and interact in the comments. If I know you guys, I know you're already greeting each other, saying good morning. So thank you guys for being here with us. Also, this morning is Palm Sunday, so um, we have some awesome things happening for Holy Week. We are um, kicking this week off well, and so there will be some other opportunities for all of you to be able to engage in Holy Week with us. So towards the end of our service, we'll be able to share some more um, ways that you guys can be engaging with us this week for Holy Week. So I want to invite you guys, if you do have your Bibles with you, to go ahead and open up to Matthew 21 with me so we can read our scripture together this morning. Again, that's Matthew 21. We're going to start at verse 1 and go to verse 11. Matthew 21 says this, As they approached to Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with, with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth, Nazareth in Galilee. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to read your word together, Lord, to be together in spirit. God, I ask that throughout this service that you would be glorified, that your name would be lifted high. God, we ask that you would begin to stir in our hearts, Lord Jesus, the message that you want us to be able to receive throughout this week. Let our hearts and our eyes be fixed on you, Father. God, we ask that even in this time, you would give us a sense of community and unity together, Lord. God, that we would not forget our brothers and sisters. Lord, that um, you would help us to have an outward focus and be constantly thinking of ways that we could be a blessing to other people, ways that we could be serving one another in ways that we can be pursuing peace and finding peace in your presence, Lord. God, above all else, we are grateful. We are grateful for the gift of Jesus. We are grateful for salvation and for the many promises, Lord, that you've laid out before us. We thank you, Lord. Let your name be glorified in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning, sanctuary. 
Welcome this morning to our live stream service. We are so glad that you are with us. Especially welcome to all of our guests who are with us this morning. We are so glad that you have joined us. My name is Pastor Rose. I serve as the associate pastor here at Sanctuary, and we are, again, so glad that you're with us this morning. Right now, it seems as though each day brings new changes, new changes as this pandemic shifts and spreads and grows. But as Christians, it is important to remember to ground ourselves in the things that are unchanging in this time of uncertainty. Like God's love for us and grace, God's presence with us, our call as disciples to continue to advance the kingdom here on earth and our vision and mission as a church in our city. So Sanctuary, I want to first say thank you for your faithfulness and giving of your resources in this season. You continue to step up and God continues to be faithful. Yes, even through a pandemic. And this morning, I want to invite you again to give faithfully of your tithes and your offerings. Your dollars are being used in vital ways to advance God's kingdom work here in our city. And it is vital work that we must do. Our vision and our mission doesn't stop right now. And what a gift it is for us to give in obedience and faithfulness in this time, knowing that God is at work in very big ways right now. So there are three ways that you can give right now. You can give on our website at sanctuarycub.org. You can give via text on the number that will appear on the screen, and you can also give through the Church Center app. However you give today, remember that your giving is making a difference in this challenging season and for so many in our community. So let's pray as we give virtually of our tithes and our offerings, and let's pray before our message this morning. Lord God, you are a God of abundance. God, in a season of scarcity, it is your abundance that we take hold of right now. It is your abundance that we rest in in this season, Lord God. And we are so thankful, God, for the ways that you are showing up in big and real and tangible ways in our world and in our personal lives right now, God. So, Lord, we want to have hands that are wide open, that are giving of you into your mission and vision here at the sanctuary in North Minneapolis, even now. So, God, I pray that we would be generous in this season and this time, and that you, God, we know you will remain faithful through it all. God, I am resting in your promise that your mercies are new every morning. And God, we need to see your mercies anew every day. So God, help us see your mercy in ways that we need right now. And God, may we be encouraged to see that you are not far away or distant. You are not sleeping and slumbering during this, Lord, but you are active. Your mercies are new every morning. So God, we place our trust, our hope in you alone today. 
be with us, strengthen us, guide us in this time. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Well, again, good morning, Sanctuary. I'm so glad that you could join us this morning for our live stream worship. Before we get into the message today, I just have to say how much I miss you. How much I miss you. How much I miss getting together, meeting, worshiping together, hugging and praying for one another together. But know that our staff team is thinking of you, that we are praying for you often right now. And we are so glad that we can continue to worship and grow together even while we are not physically present together. And while it may not feel like it, today is a celebration. Today is Palm Sunday. And Palm Sunday is the day of celebration when Jesus entered Jerusalem on a donkey, welcomed by crowds of people, and he was declared Lord. So today we shout our praises to God, and Lord knows that we need to praise today. So today, even in the midst of so much uncertainty, of pain and suffering, we do praise God. Because Palm Sunday is a declaration that Jesus is Lord. And if there is ever a time that we need to declare that, speak it, shout it even, it is today on Palm Sunday. So don't hold back, sanctuary. Shout your praises to Jesus, even if it's in your living room. Declare him alone as Lord today. And that is what today is all about. Palm Sunday is a declaration, a celebration that Jesus is Lord. But Palm Sunday is also the start of something. It is the start of Holy Week, and for Jesus, it was the start of a very intentional journey of preparation. And it wasn't just a preparation of getting things in order before he died. We don't see Jesus in a lawyer's office preparing his will or gathering necessary documents and sitting down with his kin, or charting out his funeral service. No. Jesus' preparation was different. So what was Jesus preparing for? Well, Jesus' preparation was a journey toward faithfulness. So the main point, the big idea for us today is Jesus was on a journey of preparation toward faithfulness. But faithfulness to what? Two things. First, he was preparing to be faithful, to fulfill his father's mission, to show the greatest act of love to the world by dying on the cross. And second... He was preparing his followers to be faithful once he would no longer be physically present with them. So for the rest of our time together, I want us to consider the latter part of Jesus' preparation toward faithfulness. How was Jesus preparing his followers, his disciples, to be faithful in the days to come? So how did he prepare them? Well, often on Good Friday, the day we remember Jesus' death on the cross, we remember the seven last sayings of Christ in those moments before his death. 
Well, if we want to understand how Jesus was preparing his disciples to be faithful in the difficult days ahead once he was no longer with them, then I want to encourage us to consider the seven last teachings of Jesus. Or said another way, in his final days with his disciples, Jesus had seven lessons for them. Seven faithfulness lessons that he left with his followers for times of difficulty. And I believe, Sanctuary, that when we discover Jesus' seven last faithfulness lessons, then we will under uncover our main application today, which is we are also on a journey of preparation toward faithfulness. Just like Jesus, we are on a journey as well of preparation toward faithfulness. And in this hard season, as we prepare still for the peak of this outbreak yet to come, God is asking us to remain faithful to him. So let's consider how Jesus prepared his followers to remain faithful to his teachings, faithful to his mission, and how God is asking us to prepare to be faithful in this trying season as well. And I want to do this this morning by going through Jesus' final teachings day by day during Holy Week. And in do so doing, um, we will see again Jesus' seven last faithfulness lessons. And to do that, we need to look at the gospel according to Mark. Now, I know our passage today comes from Matthew, but an overwhelming number of scholars agree that it was Mark that was actually written first, and it's the earliest gospel account. And Mark also um, writes in a unique way. He writes in a very chronological, day-by-day -day way. So let's start on Sunday, Palm Sunday. First, on Palm Sunday, Jesus rides into the city. But instead of being perched on a war horse or being welcomed by elite followers with swords in the air like the other kings and leaders in his time, Jesus rides in on a lowly donkey. He's welcomed by a ragtag group of common people waving palm branches in the air. Jesus began the journey to victory by remaining humble. And he intentionally models that for his followers. Jesus' first lesson in preparing his followers to be faithful is to stay humble. In this moment, living in a pandemic, we see how interconnected we are with one another. One person can easily spread this to others. We see also that there's no person who is immune or above this virus. We feel more than ever before how our actions impact others. So as we are in the midst of this season, as we prepare to see the peak of this outbreak, remember in your journey toward faithfulness to begin by staying humble. Because we all have a role to play right now, and we cannot minimize how our actions impact others around us. Stay humble in this season. Second, in Mark 11, verse 12, it says, On the following day, signifying it was now Monday. 
Now, Jesus had very different plans than our typical Monday. He didn't wake up and make coffee and then get ready for an onslaught of Zoom calls. Instead, Jesus went to the temple. He expelled greed. He called out injustice. He cleansed the temple from corruption. Jesus' second faithfulness lesson was to expel greed and injustice. And in this season, we are also called to expel greed and injustice. As Christians, we are called to resist the temptation to hoard more than we need. We're called to think beyond our immediate needs and to be mindful of others. We're also called to speak up against the injustices of racism and xenophobia of our Asian American sisters and brothers because there's actually two pandemics that are spreading around the world right now. COVID-19 and racism targeted at Asians. We must speak truth about God's desire for justice and stand in solidarity for compassion and mercy. We are called to expose the systematic and structural injustices that are incredibly evident in this time. To be faithful to God's mission means to expel greed and injustice. Third, after Jesus cleansed the temple, Mark 11 verse 20 says, in the morning, indicating that it was now the next day. It was Tuesday. And on Tuesday, Jesus' third faithfulness lesson to his disciples happened as they passed by a fig tree that they just recently encountered. And as the, they saw this fig tree, this withered fig tree, Jesus said to his disciples, have faith in God. Truly, I tell you, if, the, if you say to the mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and if you do not doubt in your heart but believe, that which you say will come to pass. It will be done for you. Have faith in God. No doubt, it is so easy to be discouraged right now. It is easy to doubt God is even with us as this virus spreads. And it is okay to feel the many emotions that we have in this season. And let's also remember to hold in tandem the faith that we have, the faith that is sure, the faith that can move mountains and heal brokenness, the faith that can transform death into life. Have faith that God is not absent, not aloof, not uncaring, but God sees us, comforts us, is very present in all we are going through right now. And also notice that Jesus didn't tell the disciples, if you have great effort enough, to throw the mountains into the sea, then you'll see it done. Instead, he says, have faith. Similarly, Jesus isn't calling us to recreate busyness in this season, but to rest in this season and to grow deeper in our faith in God. Have faith. Fourth. Next, in Mark 14, verse 1, it says, it was two days before the Passover, indicating that it was now Wednesday. And on Wednesday, Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon, and Mary came. 
a poor woman who brought all that she had in a single jar of costly perfume, and she used it to anoint Jesus. She washed him, served him, honored him in the most generous ways. But the disciples didn't like it. They were angry that such a costly oil would be used in such a way. But Jesus shares with them the fourth faithfulness lesson. And Jesus commended her for being generous. In this season, it seems impossible to be generous. How can we give money away when we're not sure of what the future will hold? How can we buy extra for our neighbors when our resources are minimal? How can we have the expanded patience and love for our family while we're in such close quarters and we are feeling so depleted? I wonder if you've asked yourself any of those questions lately. I know I found myself a a few weeks ago, but I'm not quite sure the exact date at this point anymore, but I was with my daughters and I was really depleted on compassion and empathy. I was completely not able to give what my children needed from me. And they were bickering about something and thankfully in that moment the Holy Spirit stopped me, spoke to me and simply said, be generous. And instead of yelling, I was able to take a breath, kneel down with my daughters, and I invited them to be generous with one another. Yes, be generous in your resources by sharing, but right now we really need to be generous in our attitude, generous in our patience, generous in our expectations, generous with ourselves right now. How do you need to be generous with yourself and your attitude right now? Jesus teaches us that to prepare to be faithful is to be generous. Fifth, then Mark 14 verse 12 says, On the first day of unleavened bread, showing that it was now Thursday. The day that Jesus would gather his disciples together in an upper room and share in the Last Supper together. This was the moment when Jesus could have easily asked his disciples to serve him, sit back and care for him the night before his death and tend to his needs. But instead, Jesus taught his disciples that if we want to prepare to be faithful, we do that by serving others. And he did that in very, a very surprising and creative, me- meaningful way by washing their feet. In this season, we also need to serve others in surprising, creative, and meaningful ways, church. The time to wait for people to tell us their needs has passed. In this season, we must be confident that the Holy Spirit will nudge us to serve others in needed ways. And I want to encourage you that any time a person pops into your head and you think of them, that you would pause, that you would stop what you are doing, that you would pick up the phone, that you would call or text that person, write them, and tell them that you are thinking of them. Tell them that you are praying for them. Ask them how you can serve them. I know for me, the Holy Spirit has been increasingly bringing so many people to mind lately. And when that happens, church, that is not a coincidence. 
It is the Holy Spirit bringing them to mind for a purpose. So reach out and be intentional to serve others. Then in Mark 15, verse 1, it says, As soon as it was morning, signaling Friday. The day of Jesus' death had come. We, he was now ready, prepared for the ultimate act of faithfulness by laying his life down for our sake. And through it, taught his disciples the depth of faithfulness to love deeply. This Friday, we'll remember Jesus' deep and expansive love for us. We'll remember it by having a live stream Good Friday service online as we consider the depth of God's love for us displayed by Jesus on the cross. And as we go throughout our week, let's consider how God is asking us, inviting us to love deeply those around us. And my prayer for you is that the Spirit would guide you in this season to love others deeply. And finally, Jesus' uh, seventh and final faithfulness lesson is one that we will discover together next week, that hope is alive as we celebrate the resurrection. And I won't say anything more about that and instead invite you to join us next Sunday to celebrate Easter together. But as we consider this week and Good Friday, Jesus' ultimate sacrifice of love for us, we might ask, how? How was Jesus able to do something so great, something that cost him his very life? He was prepared. He was prepared to be faithful to God's mission sanctuary, and God is inviting us to the same thing this holy week. God is inviting us on a journey of preparation toward faithfulness through this pandemic. And do not neglect this time to prepare, church. Do not squander this time to be faithful. Do not lose sight of God's work in the world right now. Now is the time to prepare, to act, to display God's mission in the world. Because remember, Jesus was on a journey of preparation toward faithfulness, and we also are on a journey of preparation toward faithfulness. God is preparing us. Are you ready? Before we close and pray for our time together, consider which of these faithfulness lessons God is calling you to lean into more. There is likely one or two that the Holy Spirit is inviting you to practice with greater intentionality. So which one stands out? Well, I invite you to write your response in the comments and let's support each other, church, as we grow in faithfulness in this season. Is God asking you to stay humble or to expel greed and injustice? Maybe it's to have faith. Or be generous in this time. It might be to serve others or love deeply. Or maybe you need to be reminded that hope is alive. 
Whatever it is, brothers and sisters, know that God is preparing us to be faithful in his mission here on earth. We are not a scattered church right now. We are a mobilized church in this season. So let's be ready for what God is asking of us in this time. We're going to sing together. We're going to worship in just a moment. And as we close in this final song, again, add what your application is, that faithfulness lesson. But also, I want to invite you to write any prayer requests that you have right now in this, in this season. We want to be praying for you, lifting each other up in the prayer needs that we hold. So Sanctuary, let's continue to worship together. Sanctuary, thank you for joining us this morning. Um, we do have a few announcements before Pastor Rose comes back to close us out. Um, we have an activity specifically for you guys, um, for our kids and for family ministry. So if you want to head on over to our website at sanctuarycub.org, you'll see that there is a, a Royal Hood tab. Go ahead and click that for instructions for our sanctuary activity. And we want to see what you create. Um, so if you want to go ahead and take pictures of your creations and post them on our Facebook, we would love to see that. The second announcement is for Easter next week, we want you guys to be fully prepared to engage with us in our pre-recorded service. So because of that, we have assembled worship Easter kits for you all that have communion packets for you guys to be able to engage in, some activities for the kids and some other things. The way that you can get your um, Easter pack is that we will have different delivery locations all throughout the cities and pickup locations as well. So if you need a delivery, you can go ahead and reach out to us and we'll make sure to drop it on your doorstep. Or if you're feeling like you need to get out a little bit, there's also pickup locations that will be safe and quick for you guys to come on and pick up. There will also be an email sent out later today that will have all the information on where you can pick up and if you need a delivery, how you can make that happen. The last announcement that I have for you guys is we would love for you guys to join us here again Friday at 7 p.m. for our Good Friday service. It'll be pre-recorded, and so we want you guys to be able to join us at 7 so we can all be a part of that service together. Well, Sanctuary, would you pray with me this morning? Lord God, we are so grateful for your love. We are grateful for the ways that you have poured out your love for us, Lord God. And so we ask God in this season, in this week, this holy week, Lord, that we would remember, that we would reflect, that we would take time to sit in your love. Your love that brought you, Jesus, to the cross on our behalf. So God, we are so grateful for your outpouring of love. We are so grateful for your grace that covers us. Your grace that covers a multitude of sins, Lord God. Lord, we lift up all of the prayer requests that are within our body, within our city, our community, God. We ask that you would touch every heart and life, that you would be working in tangible and intentional ways in every person, Lord, and that we would see in fresh ways how your spirit is moving, active, alive, that we would give you all the praise and the glory. 
God, I pray against the challenges of this season. I pray against loneliness and depression. I pray against sickness and disease, Lord. We know that you are powerful, and so we rest in your power and authority as Lord. And we ask, God, that you would make yourself known among the world. And God, that we would be found faithful as your followers, as your sons and your daughters, your beloved. So we pray all of this in your matchless, perfect name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Sanctuary, I want to remind you again that we are in a season of preparation. The world is telling us to prepare in many ways, and that's good. But God is also preparing us for spiritual preparation. So remember in this holy week that Jesus was on a journey of preparation toward faithfulness, and we also are invited on that journey. That journey of preparation of faithfulness to God, faithfulness to God's mission, faithfulness to God's love and light in the world. So church, go this week remembering all the ways that God has equipped you to be faithful in this season. And let's give God all the praise and the glory as we do it. Have a great week, Sanctuary. We can't wait to celebrate the rest of Holy Week with you. Have a great day.